Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Are you having a bad day? Because she was, but with the grace of God, we can always start over, can't we? Eat? Jesus loves us and his love is unending, isn't it, Eden? Yes. <laughs> Jesus loves you just like he made a way and a provision for you. If you don't know Jesus, you're really missing out, aren't you? Yes. Join me today as we continue to talk about faith. We're going to go deep and talk about all of the tricky issues surrounding faith because it's been a real journey and battle and struggle for me. And I want to share my progress with you. We're going to open God's Word where there is perpetual hope for our mess. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. And if you have a bad day, be sure to remember that God loves you and it's okay to start over, isn't it? Right. We'll see you next time. Friends, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connie. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about trauma. Trauma, of course, is very heavily in all of the the news and the social media, and people are coming out and talking about their past um, traumatic events and just different things that have really shaped and impacted them as people. And one of the things that trauma does um, that I'm most familiar with as a as a current trauma survivor and someone that's trying to overcome past trauma, trauma gives you a lot of things that you don't want. It gives you a lot of mechanisms, coping mechanisms. It gives you a lot of thought patterns. It gives you a lot of triggers of intense emotions and anxieties and feelings to carry that one wouldn't want and that are not helpful. And so when we are faced with trauma from our past, we have two options, really, two very, they're broad options, and there's a lot of things that could fall under the umbrella of each, but we can either stay stuck in our trauma or we can begin to come out of our trauma. Trauma is something that is typically done to us, although we can have traumatic events that we've caused, but I'm focusing today more on the first Thing that I said, trauma that's done to us, something that happens to us that's outside of our control that affects us in a very negative way and it feels like it affects us in a permanent way. And part of what trauma does is it creates these this need for barriers and walls to be put up to protect ourselves. And so that's a natural thing that someone that has experienced trauma will do. They will try to protect themselves from further hurt. So the, the, the focus of today's episode is I want to share with you some of the things that the Lord has been teaching me. It's been pretty painful and intense, but it's been amazing because when the Lord shows you something, even though it's hard, it's hard to face, it's hard to accept, it's hard to feel like, you know, we have the strength to do it. We know and we can know through faith in who we believe Jesus is that he is going to use it to really effectively begin to bring us out of the thing that we're really stuck in. And so when I was looking at trauma here with the Lord over the last few weeks, And this kind of stems back from the episodes that I've done on loving someone 
regardless of knowing that you're going to be hurt, loving someone fully and completely with all that you have. And that is one of the things that I think a trauma uh, victim will not do is they will not be able to fully give of themselves into, you know, a love relationship or a trust relationship or really in any type of endeavor they can't fully give themselves over to it to the best of their ability because they always have to be ready to cinch back and protect themselves and when we do that the lord showed me that we're really protecting our trauma we think we're protecting ourselves by doing things and incorporating behaviors that stop or minimize, maybe not completely stop, but minimize the chances of us being rewounded. But in the process of doing that, in the process of trying to save ourselves from more pain and from rewounding, we are actually only protecting the very thing that is keeping us stuck. And that is our trauma. And so What the Lord has been showing me is that in order to truly heal from past trauma, we have to be willing to face the thing that we're afraid of. If we are afraid of rejection, we need to learn to face it. And that may sound counterproductive or like, well, I've heard that before. Face your fears, blah, blah, blah. But it's deeper than that. Facing our fears is when a trauma victim has been traumatized, so trauma happens, we are affected in a negative way that changes our ability to process, to um, think properly about something, to feel stable in certain situations. It wreaks havoc on us in our mental state, in our physical state, in our spiritual state. It affects everything that encompasses us as a, as a person. Trauma affects the way that we view not only the world around us, but ourselves. And so in order to begin to truly heal, what we need to learn is that we do actually have other options for responses to things that in the past have traumatized us. When we were traumatized by a certain situation, say sexual abuse, that can effectively begin to wreak havoc in not only the areas of our sexual intimacy within marriage, but also other areas that aren't even related to sex. Respect, um, you know, our own self-image, our own uh, identity. So it breeds this ground of corrupted um, pathways in our brains for thinking, feeling, processing. And also the way that we view God, the way that we view people, the way that we view the, our, the world and our safety within the world. So when we recognize that trauma happened at a moment in time and we responded at that point in time in a way that was the only way we could, but realizing that it created an unhealthy, um, an unhealthy pattern in our life, when, when we are going on in our life, when we when we're ready to face our fears and truly begin to heal from our trauma, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be saying that with the help of God, we realize that there are other ways that we can respond to similar situations, to the the triggers that we have that surround being traumatized. And when we do that slowly, consistently and gently over time, slowly because 
to heal from trauma, it's not the best thing to jump into every single thing you possibly can. You want to do it in a gentle, consistent way where you're allowing the Lord and you're trusting that the Lord is going to bring you the next situation that you need to face to effectively begin to learn and to train your brain and your body and your spirit um, in the confidence and the power that you actually do have other options and response. And when you start responding differently to situations that are triggers of your trauma experience, you're going to see that you're taking the power back. And really, that's what trauma does. It takes the power away from us. It traps us. We are effectively um, disabled. And what consistently and gently facing those things does for us is it takes that power back and it and it shows us that we do have the ability to have other responses and when we have other responses to a traumatic situation or to a similar situation that is a triggering situation then we begin to see that we have not only overcome the trauma that has had a really big grip on us for a long time, but we start to see that it doesn't define us anymore. And that's where true freedom lies. True freedom from trauma doesn't lie in being able to protect ourselves. It lies in learning to live openly again. It learns, it, it, it comes from learning to take back that power that was taken from us and to say, wait, I'm not crippled anymore. I can actually get up and I can walk and I can be in situations that before I was too afraid, I was too timid, I was too broken to be able to handle, but now because I am facing those things and I am seeing that I have other options in response to these things that were traumatizing to me in the past, I can live openly. It doesn't mean we're not going to get hurt because when you love people, you get hurt. When you have anything to do with people, you get hurt. When you live in this world, you get hurt. The point is not to not get hurt. The point is to realize that with the Holy Spirit inside of you, you have the ability to respond differently. You have the ability to regain control over things that previously had control over you. You are able to create new pathways of thinking and processing and feeling that leads you in confident assurance of who God says you are to him. Friend, it is possible for somebody that has lived in years and years and years of very terrible trauma and all of the miserable ways that it latches onto us and won't let us go. It is possible to begin to cut those ties off of you and live a life of freedom. The Bible says that for freedom, Christ has set us free. And I think that's interesting because the purpose of freedom is to be free. The purpose of freedom is not to be happy. The purpose of freedom is not to be comfortable. The purpose of freedom is not to be without problems. The purpose of freedom is to be free. Freeness means an ability to live openly the life that God has intended that you live. Free from the limitations and the disability of trauma. Free from the hindrances of raging emotion and controlling thought processes. Freedom is being truly free. And we are truly free when we walk 
in the power that the Holy Spirit has ordained for us to walk. And it is available for any of his children. So I want to encourage you, no matter what you are facing, what form of trauma, what form of mental bondage or physical bondage that you have walked in and lived in, God himself wants to take your hand and gently and consistently lead you to face the things that have kept you stuck for so long so that you too can experience the true freedom from the past traumatic experiences that have so far dictated everything about your life. You're a beautiful person that God created with intention and he has a purpose for. And if you're breathing, it doesn't matter your age or anything about you. God intends to use you and he has good in store for you. I hope that this episode has greatly encouraged you and that you will share it with your family and friends. Be sure to check me out on Facebook and Instagram at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. Find me on the web at www.weedseedsbeautifulthings.com. I'm available for speaking through my website. You'll find a contact me sheet. I'm also looking for great podcast guests. So hop on the website, shoot me a message if you or you know someone would be awesome to have on the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Friends, take care and I will see you next time.